Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So glad that you guys are with us today. Man, we're recording at a different time. We are. And this feels very different. It feels weird. And you're on the other side of the room. I'm not even sure I can hear the Holy Spirit (laughs) facing this direction. I I feel like you broke a religious tradition. Jared is on my right. He was on my left. That's true. Now I, Pastor Jared's on my right. I decided to shake it up a little bit. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to do by saying, why community? We're that's trying right. to shake it up a little bit because what we see is that the church in the United States of America, which is a losing church, we're in... Needs to be shook up. It needs to be shook up. That's right. Because we have a losing season, and we need to become a Super Bowl team. <laughs> that's right. And the way we believe that's going to happen is we got to get back to the basics of the Bible, which is community, mm-hmm. um, in the way that they, so, so that we do things. So why community? Uh, and uh, so Monday we talked about, if you remember, you, you're going to love better in community. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about you're going to serve better in community. And then today we're going to talk about how you're going to mentor better in community. Is mentor still a buzzword amongst young people? It was for a while. Uh, sure. I don't know. You're not sure? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if it Discipleship is Discipleship kind of went out of vogue mm-hmm. and mentor, mentoring kind of came in vogue. Yeah. Um, I'm very used to the concept of a spiritual mother and father now. Oh, so that's it. the mindset that I think about it in. I don't know if mentor is what they okay. want or not. Okay. Yeah. So... Mentor better, disciple better, spiritual mother and father better. It doesn't matter which way you go. Is that the bottom line is that impartation of life and lifestyle is going to happen better in small group community. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and here's a thought process that has been in my heart, um, and I think I've referred to this already, but it doesn't matter the level of integrity that the public speaker has. Maybe their home life is exactly like their public life. Mm-hmm. There are just a lot of things you never say in public it's that true. you can say in private. It's so true. if you want their life, it must happen in small groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why small groups are so mission critical for mentoring. Jesus understood this. There was a lot of things he never would say in public. But when he got his disciples together, he said them in private. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of corrections that he gave in private that he never did in public. Absolutely. And never told the crowd to get behind me, Satan. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, the other side is he never told uh, the, the explanation of the parables in public. It's true. Only told them in the small group settings, it's you true. know. So if you want to understand the parables, you're going to have to get into small group settings so someone can explain those to mm-hmm. you, you know. Um, so we're pulling from John chapter 13, which is on my, in my Sunday message, I pulled from John chapter 21 through 26, which is the Matthew version of the triumphal entry. And then Jesus has moved to small group with his disciples. This is John 13, John 11 through 13, actually John 1 through 13. It's actually the same story, only it's John's perspective. Mm -hmm. And so same deal. The one whom Jesus loved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> By his own words. That's right. <laughs> Man. Well, you know, when you've got Doubting Thomas and all these other things going around, you will, you decide to pin your own name. The one that Jesus loved. <laughs> Why not? You know, Thomas should have written his own gospel he and uh, said the guy that had the greatest faith. The guy who changed his mind. The guy, the guy, the guy. <laughs> so, it doesn't quite have the same ring it. Do, it really yeah. doesn't. Uh, so... Um, 
Jesus, again, he had everything he needed to build a crowd and build an army, but chose not to. Instead, he chose to impart his life DNA into 12 disciples in a small group. Mm -hmm. So when he got away from the crowds that were shouting, Hosanna to the kings, Jesus saves all of this. When he got away and he healed them in their temple, he healed the blind, the lame, and it was awesome. Then he pulled his disciples into a dinner setting. And then we read from John chapter 13, where it says, he washed their feet, he put on his outer garments, he resumed his place to them, and he said, do you understand what I have done to you? Notice that in the small group setting, you can move from preaching to Q&A. Mm. Yeah. So powerful. You gain, when a small group setting, you move to the ability to go to Q&A, and we learn so much more from Q&A. That's true. And then he said, you call me teacher and Lord, and you're right. If I'm your Lord and your teacher, he says, you need to do what I have done. Mm. Now, here's the application, and this is a two-step model for spiritual growth. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Mm -hmm. Step number one, you got to know these things. Well, how are you going to know them? The only answer is you're going to have to commit into a small group community to get to know these things. Now, I am personally a studier, not just of what people say, but of their lives. Yeah. I've been doing this. I don't know. Somehow I think God gave me a little bit of smarts when I got saved. <laughs> and the smarts went something like this. I don't have what it takes, so I better study these people mm. and imitate them. And when I find somebody who's got what it takes in a certain area, I'm going to imitate that and I'm going to grow into it. I'm yeah. going to get what they got. That's good. So I studied not only what they said, but how they lived it out not to critique them, not to find hypocrisy, but rather to say, this is what they're saying, how are they living it, and then I'll imitate it. Mm. And I have had so much success by using that simple model. And I found it cannot be done in large group settings because all you're getting there yeah. is the preaching of it. It's true. And, and let's face it, when we come to church, we're on our best behavior. And if you're not, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody has that healthy fear of what if this speaker says something to me? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, and, and, and we, Sunday, we, you know, we dress up for our Sunday best, right? You know, what, what I'm saying is we, we put on our best face for our public Sunday gathering. But that's good. We should. But we're not getting what is their actual... How does your marriage work? Mm -hmm. You know, how does your finances... How do your finances work? You're not going to learn that by it's interacting true. with them on, on a, during Sunday church. It's true. You know, how are you, how are you relating to your children? I mean, you might maybe learn some of that, but not, not a ton. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to get into that small group setting and get to know these things. He says, if you know these things... So in this case, Jesus was saying, all right, you've watched me. I took off my garment. I went to work as a servant. I washed your feet. I went to work here. I'm the lowest person at the table. Now you know these things. You've watched me do it in a small group setting. By the way, nobody in Jerusalem saw this. The, mm. Nobody in the temple saw this. Mm. It was only his small group that saw it. Mm. So our encouragement is... 
You got to get in small groups and get committed. You can't be in every other work person. You can't be a once a month person, show up when you want to. You got to become accountable. <laughs> it's true. And, and to where you're learning a lifestyle, right? Yeah. You know, the American, I believe the American version of small groups would go something like this. Let's say you're one of the 12 disciples and Jesus says, well, let's go have the Sabbath together and a Passover meal together. And, um, and so, so two guys say, okay, we'll go prepare the meal. They go prepare the meal. But then, uh, you know, Matthew and Philip decide, you know what? I got something else going. I got a ball game. We're going to go over there instead. Mm. And then Bartholomew and, uh, and, uh, Nathaniel, I think, well, actually they're the same guy. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, the other Simon, Bartholomew and Simon decide, mm-hmm. well, my child has a basketball game, so we're going over there. And then, uh, and Jesus ends up with about four of them that showed up. And those four got their feet washed, Mm. and the others don't have a clue what happened. Mm. That's the American version of this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know, am I being too strong? (laughs) (laughs) No. So what we're saying is, get in a small group and commit. Make a sacrifice for it. Rearrange your schedule if you have to. And you'll get the benefit of knowing these things. Then the second part is, blessed if you do them. So if you know these things, blessed are if you do them. So that's where we watch and learn and apply. Mm. Here's a closing thought. Everyone is imitating someone. Mm. But if you're only imitating spiritual leaders from their public lives you're missing the true secrets that make Mm. Christianity work. Mm. Now, um, here's the thing, is that we love public services. You know, I I just give you a little pastoral secret publicly here. Pastors love full churches. (laughs) We we thrive on more people in the room. It's true. We do. We're guilty. But what we've learned is if, if there's not a small group component to that, we're really just spinning our wheels. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is say community, we believe, is the answer going forward. And we, our encouragement to you, if you're listening to this right now and you're not in a small group, I give you my strongest encouragement is make the sacrifice, get in a small group, become accountable, mm-hmm. get consistent, and God will bless you. You'll be blessed if you do these things. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. in person or on YouTube with our live stream community.